that's so braven. If you don't listen to this podcast, do you know what happens? You get it. Okay. I feel good about that. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? This is Benjamin Raven with the Court of Nerds, and you are listening to That's So Braven. We are brought to you by the fine folks over at Tardy's Collector Corner in Grand Rapids. It's the most wonderful comic shop on the face of the earth. And by Grand Rapids Comic Con. Get your tickets now. First weekend in November, grcomiccon.com. That list is filling out. Those two help us do our thing, as does Tom and Chi Granville, and things that make marks, all that kind of stuff. A lot of people helping us do our things. Just want to give them a quick shout out. Some pretty monumental news to cover before we really get into the WWE and Fox deal that was announced on over the weekend and kind of confirmed with a slew of reports and multiple sources. Um, WWE and Fox still have not said anything, but SmackDown is heading to the Fox Network, not Fox Sports 1, not Fox Sports 2, for a reported five-year, $1 billion deal. We will get to that in a moment because if you missed it last week, Drew, I am very jealous of him, got to sit down with Conrad Thompson, the host of every wrestling podcast you know and love and hold dear to your heart because guess what? Drew, John, and myself are all in at StarCast and all in Chicago over, oh my goodness, I cannot wait. Uh, All In show is September 1st in Chicago at the Sears Center. And we're all in. We're going to be there for four days of StarCast. We're going to host a live podcast on Friday. We are going to be there. Can't wait to meet all the other wrestling podcasts. Can't wait to meet and see guys like the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and Cody's dog and Cody's wife. And basically, Cody and the Bucks' entire family is going to be there. Papa Buck, Mama Buck, Wife Buck. (laughs) It's going to be awesome, and I can't wait. And uh, we're just super thrilled for the opportunity to get out there and just have a like five days of awesome wrestling and meet and greets and getting to know people that kind of are trying to do the same thing that we are. It's just really exciting. It's an awesome opportunity, and I can't wait to get down there. Keep following us along. We're going to be killing it this summer. I've got so many ideas brewing in my head. I'm uh, actually returning. I'm, uh, excuse me. I'm actually recording out in uh, beautiful Florence, Arizona right now. I fly out on a red eye back to Detroit tonight. But um, with this big WWE deal going down, I kind of figured – Wow, I got to talk about this because there's a lot of sides to this deal here. This is like, there's like a double-edged sword to every aspect of this deal besides the one fact that Vince McMahon and the WWE just tripled the value of SmackDown Live. Five years, $1 billion deal. That's about $220 million annually, and that's about what's being reported as three times what they're currently getting from NBC Universal for SmackDown. Now, those numbers come from the Hollywood Reporter. Yes, I will tell people where I got my information from. Cough, cough, Darren Rovell. What's so hard about a link back to the people that broke the story? I don't want to harp on that for too long. I just got just people that report on reports and you don't throw people a link. Come on, that's lazy. But um, Hollywood Reporter reports the deal is worth about $205 million annually. Excuse me. Uh, NBC Universal sounds like we'll keep Monday Night Raw on the USA Network. 
Uh, sounds like NBC declined the first right of refusal for SmackDown Live. Um, kind of confused what NBC's thinking here because what are you going to put on Tuesday night on the USA Network other than SmackDown, which was getting like a what was their rating? I, uh, sorry, here going through my notes here. Oh goodness, SmackDown Live is averaging 2.59 million viewers so far this year. Raw's getting about three million. Why would NBC Universal not try and keep this? Maybe WWE was asking too much. Who knows? But Fox just doled out so much money for the B show. What many consider the B show. I mean, not, excuse me, let me correct myself. Not what many consider is the B show. What is the B show? SmackDown Live has bounced around nights and networks since it first premiered back in 1999 on UPN. It stayed there until 2006. Then it went to the CW. Then it went to My Network TV. Then it went to Sci-Fi. Then it went back to the USA Network. It's gone from Thursday, Friday, Tuesday to Thursday to Friday to Tuesday to Friday, whatever, so on and so forth. But let's just, I'm going to try and start with the positives here. One billion dollars, you know. Vince might have said that the WWE and the XFL is going to be completely separate. Um, And while he said that, I think that's an idiotic move. Your strength is your WWE brand. Learn from your past mistakes of combining the WWE with XFL, but find new ways to combine the two. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. One billion dollars. That's absolutely insane. Another point here I kind of want to make is that I remember SmackDown when it first premiered on UPN. I did not have UPN. I remember when it moved to the CW in 2006. I did not have the CW. I remember when it moved to My Network TV in 2008. I did not have My Network TV. When it finally moved to the Sci-Fi Network, I was able to watch SmackDown on a continuous basis. Now, nearly every home in America that owns a TV set will be able to watch SmackDown Live. Let that sink in. That is unprecedented for SmackDown Live. The B-Show, air quotes. You can't see my air quotes here. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Now, the Friday night time slot is routinely referred to as the death slot, but this move to Fox is the first chance that SmackDown is getting on network television, so I'm not ready to pair (laughs) SmackDown with the other shows that got shipped to Friday nights off to pasture. Because seriously, this is their first shot on network TV, and that's a huge deal. That's an absolutely huge deal, and... Any negative things I have to say about this move, you know, beyond that. It's a buttload of cash. WWE got a buttload of cash here, and that's why they did this deal. Now, their market, I'm, I'm going to do, do a little uh, economic nerd right here. For the first time ever, WWE's market cap value reached $4 billion for the first time ever. Now, market cap is more of an optimism measure and not of what you're selling and what you're doing right now. It's more of an optimism measure, but still. They were at one point selling at nearly $55 per share. And I just kind of want to remind everyone that in October of 2002, WWE shares were selling for $7. That's another one of those moments where even I'm convincing myself on this deal. The only thing that's kind of bothering me, that Friday night death slot is a death slot. I am a wrestling freak. I will watch any wrestling that is put in front of me. But guess what? I have a personal life. I have a Monday through Friday job. I don't have a Monday through Friday job. I'm a journalist. Uh, It changes. But Friday night, I have a girlfriend that likes to do things. I have friends that like to do things. I sit down and watch wrestling every night of the week, basically. And Friday night is that night where I don't sit down and watch wrestling. Friday night is that night where I don't sit down and watch TV. I have never sat down and watched TV routinely on a Friday night. 
I sit down and watch TV every Monday night, every Tuesday night. I catch NXT on Wednesdays. I catch Ring of Honor on one of its many streams. I'll catch up on Impact if I have the chance. You want to know why? Because those things don't happen on Friday night. Now, network TV is a different story here, and I think another thing being overlooked with this being network TV is that Fox does own the baseball playoffs, the baseball all-star game. Now, I know that usually takes place on Tuesday, and that's going to be my segue into the Friday night deal. Because that's, that's, that's my only issue is the Friday night deal. It scares me, you know, because now I'm not going to be able to keep up on SmackDown as easily as I have in the past. And that's nothing to do with my wrestling fandom. That's got nothing to do with how serious I take myself or how serious the court of nerds take themselves. Maybe I'll have somebody else do that for me now. Wink, wink. But seriously, Friday night is not a great time slot for wrestling. That's a historically bad time slot for any TV and not just wrestling. I see a lot of people kind of comparing SmackDown on Fox Network TV to the main event, the spinoff off Saturday night's main event that aired on NBC. And as David Bix of Deadspin points out, that drew a wrestling U.S. record of 33 million viewers. You know, and that was a different time. And I'm just saying right here, right now, Friday night is not WWE proof. Friday night is not Mark proof. I'm going to have issues keeping up on Friday nights. Now, the interesting fold to this is, if I do go out for the night, I'll totally DVR it and record it and watch it late at night, but I like watching wrestling live. When it's available live, I like watching wrestling live. Now, beyond my personal feelings on it, because this deal has nothing to do with me personally. I just feel that that's kind of a universal thing is that I don't like that people don't like to stay at home and watch TV on Friday nights unless it's the winner. So, I don't know, there's a lot of things moving on there. Another thing overlooked that's kind of just hidden me, uh Fox just kind of dry fucked NBC Universal. And I don't mean to be overly vulgar with that, but if SmackDown Live is worth 1 billion for 5 years, what the hell do you think WWE is seeing what Raw's worth? 5 years, 1 billion dollars. On top of that, Fox took Thursday Night Football away from NBC earlier this year, I believe it was in January, for $3 billion. So that's, oh my god, that's $4 billion in new programming that Fox has directly stolen from NBC Universal. Another interesting aspect here. Since the WWE is listed as a minority owner of Vince McMahon's Alpha Entertainment's XFL revival, look out for the XFL to Fox Sports 1 or NBC Sports, or what have you, with all of those different channels as part of the Raw package, or even the SmackDown package, because with this high of a deal for SmackDown, it kind of seems to me that Fox is going to, this is just my take, this is not reports, that Fox is going to try and strong arm Raw into its network. Maybe not, maybe they do. But, Vince has got some serious, serious toys to play with now. He's got the XFL, he wants that to get a TV deal. I'm sure he does. I know during his introductory press conference, he kind of said they were exploring all the avenues and they didn't want to be old school and traditional, but if he can package the XFL with Monday Night Raw or Tuesday Night SmackDown, he's going to. Now, I know this. I just want to make it clear. This is just me freewheeling here, but Vince has an XFL property he needs to find a streaming service or network home for, and while Monday Night Raw is expected to stay on NBC Universal. They have taken Raw from the USA Network and NBC before, and SmackDown's bounced around so much, it's clear that Vince is going to do what's best for him and what's best for his company. And honestly, if SmackDown's getting five years for $1 billion, 
You can't look me in the eyes and tell me that Raw couldn't get $2 billion for five years. Now, I know that the ratings aren't as far off as they used to be, but Monday Night Raw is still Monday Night Raw. The hardest part about selling Monday Night Raw is that it's a three-hour time slot. And I'm seeing in uh, Deadspin's report from Bix that Fox only has about two, hours, two available hours of primetime programming on Friday night, so SmackDown's expected to remain a two-hour show. That's interesting. And I, I don't think people are taking uh, how valuable live TV is in the world of streaming, in the world of Netflix, in the world of Hulu. If you can offer somebody a live two-hour network TV show, that's special, that's different, that's valuable. WWE has a lot of different, valuable, special things to offer. Now, now I have finally just found this piece. It looks like The Hollywood Reporter says that NBC Universal pays $80 million a year for Monday Night Raw to keep it on its USA network. Are you kidding me? Fox is going to pay $205 million a year for SmackDown Live and NBC Universal is only paying $80 million a year for Raw? That will not last very long, let me just tell you that. Uh, I, I don't think this is over. I think this is marking a lot of changes for WWE and where its products call home. And wrestling fans are weird. Do you remember when USA brought back Monday Night Raw? They did a special homecoming show. They whipped out all the legends and stuff. Monday Night Raw and USA Network go hand in hand. You know, I mean, I, I, I think that's just the nostalgia that wrestling fans have. But when I think of Monday Night Raw, I think of the USA Network. When I think of Tuesday Night SmackDown, I think of Blue. Wow, that was a nice, fun little exercise. I literally just thought of Tuesday Night SmackDown and said the first thing that came to my head, and it was Blue. When I say Monday Night Raw, it's USA Network. So, there you go. A major positive for WWE in this deal is if they do keep Raw on the USA Network and move SmackDown to Fox, and they kind of do it with the split network deal for at least a year, then Vince can get a feel for how Fox is going to treat his programming. Because, as we've seen in the past, you can recover from losing SmackDown, because they pretty much have lost SmackDown before. UPN was a much bigger deal than the CW and My Network TV from that 2006 to 2010 range. That is not crapping on the CW. They are a huge deal and bigger than UPN ever was, in my opinion, with their DC Universe stuff and the massive success the CW has had in the last five to six years, but... You know, when SmackDown moved to the CW and My Network TV, that was a loss. I was not watching SmackDown. I was checking spoilers and I was reading reports online. I wasn't watching unless I knew I had to watch. You can't continue if you lose Monday Night Raw unless you find a way to go all in on the WWE Network or find a completely new platform that they've never explored before. So I like that. From WWE's standpoint, they get to see how the SmackDown Live on Fox thing works out. They get to see how the Friday night time slot works out. I'm really curious to see what happens with the Fox Sports Go app, with Hulu, with the WWE Network, because Friday night sucks ass. I cannot emphasize that enough. Friday night sucks ass for all TV, especially professional wrestling, through now, then, now, and forever. So... I think that's going to be a really, really positive thing for WWE. They get to see how it goes. Maybe they bring Raw to Fox. Maybe they keep it on USA Network. We'll see. At least they get to find out how SmackDown Live is going to get treated first because that's very important. As a major network, you have a responsibility with major news, breaking news, politics, huge sports contracts, and Friday night definitely protects SmackDown from getting bumped from the Westminster dog show like Raw used to on the USA Network, but it's not foolproof here. Friday night is dangerous. Friday night is very dangerous, but there are positives, there are negatives. This feels like one giant 
double-edged sword to me. In other wrestling news as we wrap up tonight's show, I uh, just kind of wanted to note I saw something cool out of uh, one of our Court of Nerds favorites here, uh, Ring of Honor's cheer- Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger! <laughs> Looks like uh, Cheeseburger and the current Women of Honor champion have started a wrestling school, the Worldwide Wrestling Dojo in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Looks like they're going to open their doors on May 21st, and that's pretty cool. Uh, strong style American, British, and Lucha style wrestling school in Bristol, Pennsylvania. So good for Cheeseburger, good for um, Sumi Sakai, and uh, that's just kind of a cool deal right there. And uh, of course, tonight is Monday Night Raw. I'll hopefully be catching the flight on Delta, so I will not be tweeting along, but hopefully that's a good one. Also, it looks like Tuesday Night SmackDown has announced Daniel Bryan versus Jeff Hardy in a second chance match after the uh, for the Money in the Bank qualifying spot. So that's fun. Daniel Bryan versus Jeff Hardy on WWE TV for a spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Paige announced that Daniel Bryan would be filling in for the injured Big Cass. Uh, Not exactly sure on what the extent of Big Cass's injury was, but wow. You know, he comes back. He gets a feud with Daniel Bryan. He reportedly goes off script and beats up the little person dressed as Daniel Bryan more than he was supposed to, and then he gets hurt. Uh... Yeah, yeah, not sure what's rumor or innuendo, but hopefully the injury is not too bad. But Daniel Bryan has replaced Big Cass to face Jeff Hardy to see if he can qualify for the Money in the Bank match. Ring of Honor has a solid slate of shows in the UK set for this weekend. I mean, we've got some crazy matches going on. The Briscoes versus Cody and Adam Page. Silas Young versus Joe Hendry. Dalton Castle, Jay Lethal versus The Kingdom. Uh, IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions Evil and Sonata versus Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian Nick Aldis and a partner of his choosing against the Young Bucks Nick Aldis NWA Champion who is currently booked to face Cody at All In in Chicago if he can keep his belt until then so that's kind of cool to see them start working Nick Aldis into storylines with the Elite and Bullet Club so that's really cool Uh, Shane Taylor, Scorpio Sky, Punishment Martinez Kenny King, we got a Women of Honor Champion Sumi Sakai and Tennille Dashwood, better known as Emma, versus the gatekeeper Kelly Klein and Chardonnay. Then we got the boys versus Tero Ono and Delirious and signed to appear Bully Ray. So that's a crazy night. Uh, Ring of Honor United, that's a pretty solid card going on right there. Pretty solid card going on right there. Uh, Impact Wrestling has some tapings near me in Detroit and Windsor set for June 1st and June 2nd. So that's super cool. I love that Impact is... I know they're working with BCW, thanks to Scott Demore and Johnny Bravo and the crew over there at Boulder City Wrestling, but really cool to see those tapings come to Windsor. I'm going to definitely check one of those out, as June 2nd is actually my dad's birthday, so happy birthday, Dad, coming up, and also happy birthday to Elaine's mom, my girlfriend, so <laughs> uh, getting personal. So yeah, we've got some solid wrestling stuff coming up. It's Monday, May 21st, wanted to talk on WWE Fox deal um, I will react and see what I can do when the deal is actually confirmed by WWE. It has not been yet, but of course we have Monday Night Raw starting right now. Oh my God, I'm in Arizona still. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time zone. <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off right now at that. So we'll see what happens with that. Thanks for listening. That's so Braven, Benjamin Raven. Stick with us through the summer because we are all in, baby. And we are all in at StarCast 2018 the last week of August going into September thanks to Tardy's Collector Corner in Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids Comic Con, GRComicCon.com. Follow both those wonderful comic book shops and Comic Con on Facebook and Twitter. 
uh, Tom and Chi Granville. Oh, all the sponsors, all the sponsors. If you want to sponsor with the Court of Nerds, reach out to us on Twitter, Court underscore of underscore nerds. Uh, we are on Facebook, the Court of Nerds. Our email is courtofnerdspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at thecourtofnerds.com. Once again, this has been Benjamin Raven with That's So Braven. Tell me why I'm wrong. Fight me.